your Property Network magazine, the UK's leading magazine for active property investors, presents your property podcast, giving you access to some of the UK's most successful and influential property investors and developers. They will share with you their successes, failures, strategies and tips. So whether you're an experienced property investor or just starting out, Join us every week to help you plan your path to financial freedom. So let's get started with your host, Nina Hirons. Hello and welcome to the first ever episode of Your Property Podcast. My name is Nina Hirons and I will be your host. So today I wanted to start with a really brief overview of who we are and why we have decided to start this podcast series. Now if you're listening today then you are probably looking to find out just a little bit more about property investing. Maybe you are looking to create cash flow profits now, secure your long-term financial future, or create a passive income to replace your day job. The thing is, anybody can make money investing in property. Whether or not you will depends on how much effort you put in and how willing you are to learn the different strategies and techniques. Now, most people who lose money don't know what they are doing and take silly, avoidable risks. There are proven strategies that work for thousands of property investors, people out there right now that are making money and you could be making money using these techniques too. Now we believe the best way to learn is from other people who are out there doing it and even if you don't have huge amounts of money or capital to start investing, there will be a strategy that's right for you. So today I am absolutely delighted to be joined by somebody who is proof that property investing is for absolutely anybody and I'm delighted that he has agreed to have a chat with me today for our very first podcast. So today I am joined by someone who is just 21 years old. He's a student in the final year of his law degree. He's representing the UK at the Global Student Entrepreneurship Awards and if that isn't enough he owns not one but two companies. Now times have definitely changed and our culture has once again started to celebrate and encourage entrepreneurship. Now by having the determination and drive to succeed, Josh already owns Groves Bardsey Limited. His property business has an impressive £1.7 million portfolio and Avalanche Marketing, a digital marketing agency. This has really set Josh out amongst his peers and as a true businessman who isn't afraid to work extremely hard to achieve his goals. So it is my absolute pleasure to welcome and introduce the inspirational Josh Bardsley. Josh, hello and welcome. Thank you very much. It's good to have you. Right, obviously I've done a really super quick overview, but can you just tell us a little bit a bit more a little bit more about you and your businesses? Sure thing. So um, the first business that I own is Avalanche Enterprise Limited, um, which is a marketing company. Well, started as Avalanche Marketing. I started in my first year of university that um, initially focused on social media marketing, digital marketing for companies in the UK. Um, we've now expanded that, um, just swallowed up a new design company as well as a telemarketing operation based in the Philippines. Um, really, really cool, growing um, at a really, really rapid and fun rate. So, um, yeah, that's kind of an overview of uh, that business. Um, the second business is Grows Bardsey Limited, which is probably the more relevant one. Um, that's the property investment development company. Um, sort of, sort of started based around a family um, idea of you know let's get a property and because uh, it can make some passive income for us. We read the old property property books and Robert Kiyosaki stuff and got pretty addicted to it. And um, obviously, as with many property investors, once they've got their first one, they tend to 
become very very addicted to property and so as did we and we wanted to turn it into a business and we grew it from there into what we've got currently fab look I mean, i'm sure you've not been you know i'm sure you've been asked this before but you know i'm really interested how you've managed to kind of run these businesses alongside a law degree um you know i appreciate you know people just starting out they're obviously you know doing this a long time a full-time job so how, how do you manage your time um you know time management for me is one of my favored areas i really really enjoy figuring out how to maximize productivity um and you know utilizing all of the technology that we've currently got and all the applications we've got i've managed to sort of figure out how to sort of structure my days um do it in sort of 15 to 30 minute slots really and I, you know i do really really enjoy both of the businesses and it's not really work to me so um i wouldn't call it a full-time job uh, I often joke to everyone that I'd say, you know, I'm retired, I just do what I love. So, um, and that's obviously, you know, I do I'd probably work 12 hours a day, but, so I'm not definitely not retired. But um, the idea of it is that if I'm really enjoying what I do, um, and I kind of enjoyed law as well, um, which I'm f- officially finished with now, um, as of uh, the end of last week, um, which is really, really cool. So, uh, but yeah, no, it, time management, um, enjoying it, really, really enjoying what you do and um you know, enjoying the learning aspect of it as well because it's all relevant. The, the law, property law, and land law, and business law, and corporate law will all factor into um, where I want to go. Yeah. So that's kind of it in a nutshell, really. Sure, sure. Um, it, you know, it's a question that you know every, everybody kind of asks, and that, that you know everyone wants to know the answer to. And especially with you know yourself being you know being quite being so young, how did you manage to kind of fund your property venture? Because I know that's kind of a stumbling block that, you know, a lot, a lot of people say, you know, where, where, do they, where do they start? Where do they get the money from? Yeah, so obviously, you know, I started with, I started my marketing company before I started the property company. Um, so I had some money built up from that. Um, and my business partner, who is the Groves of Groves Bardsley Limited, um, had some money also. Um, we combined that and we bought the first property and ended up making a relatively nice amount of money on it. Um, and through that experience, through that knowledge of how we were going to find more of those, um, we managed to raise some capital for the second and third properties. Um, and then, you know, you know, I, I, I always, I've always seen property as. Um, each property is a separate business to me. I mean, people that have known me for a while will tell you that I've always been, I've always wanted to just buy businesses. That's my thing. You know, the past three or four years um, where I've actually figured out what I wanted to do in my life is to just buy businesses and buy cool companies. And I see property as buying businesses. So there's many other ways we can buy business in terms of controlling them and vendor financing. And there's, a, there's a many other ways we've acquired property. And so, um, yeah, the funds were found initially through uh, ourselves. Then we've gone out to investors. We've now got a great investor base and some really, really good relationships with some private equity firms and some banks and uh, some lenders. So that's how we initially started it. Um, I don't think, and I've honestly never had a problem with uh, private financing in terms of my age um, or what I do. Um, obviously, there is some things with um, lend, you know, commercial lenders um, that will ask for you to be 25 or whatever, um, but not with, never had any problem. I think it's more about how you um, how you portray yourself as an investor, how you portray yourself as a business person, your vision. I think that's probably the most important thing. Sure. Um, you know, listen, listening, listening to you there, obviously, you, you know, you're building relationships is obviously really, really important. Mm-hmm. You know, how, how, do, how do you build these relationships and kind of what, what value do you place on these? Relationships for me are the biggest thing I mean, honestly if you anyone that knows me will tell you that um, I'm big on relationships and, and relationships in every single part of the business um, you know joint ventures don't have to just be in property um, as in 
you know, the actual purchasing property didn't have to be just that. So we've got joint ventures with um, building firms, you know, maintenance people, financiers, tax people, all sorts. Um, and I think that is so, 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 so key. Um, and yeah, and I would place huge value on that. I think, you know, without relationships, you're not going to be able to grow a fantastic business and at the speed you want to grow it. Um, so yeah, massive, massive importance there. Yeah, sure. I'm probably going to stump you here, but and it's probably almost impossible. But can you talk me through one of your favourite deals? Kind of how you sourced it and kind of the costings involved. Yeah, sure. Um, okay. Um, one of my, I tell you, one of the fastest deals we've done um, came through a, a relationship we built with an estate agent. Um, we I like to work with private estate, some sort of you know private estate agents that are. Um, independent to big chains because they're very much flexible and they can understand how they understand the idea of multiple streams of income. So they, they want to maximize their business. They want to bring in, you know, income from all different streams. And we, we managed to, I managed to teach her how to teach her all the ideas around uh, controlled property options, rent to rents, things like that. And we got one within two days and we completed within two weeks and had it rented within three weeks. Um, so that was probably the fastest and one of the most fun deals I've done. And and that relationship's gone on to provide um, a lot of um, really cool deals. And we're currently doing a couple with her at the moment. So that's probably one of my favorites. Um, another big favorite of mine was actually the first deal because it was so exciting and fast. Um, and it was a deal where we purchased a big old seven bedroom HMO um, that needed some, some care. Um, but we, we managed to get a good price on it and it actually came with a flat above um, its detached garage that had just been left. It had just been left to go to ruin. So the first thing we actually did was, you know, I, you know, I'm all about maximizing earnings. It was currently earning about £2,000 a month as a seven bedroom HMO and we revamped the the uh, flat and had another 550 a month onto that. So um, that was a really, really cool deal and also added a lot of value onto the property, obviously. Um, so those two are probably my favourite deals so far. There's a lot of them I can't really comment on. I'd, I'd like to I'd like to go through everything, but it's we don't have much time for that. Yeah, no, that's fine. That's brilliant. You know, without giving yourself a big pat on the back, you're obviously incredibly successful. You know, what what do you account to your success? Sure, um, incredibly successful. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> of course. You know, um, I think for me, I've got I just have a vision of where I want to go, um, and. I want to create a business that is, you know, grows. It's it's it owns a lot of companies, owns a lot of brands, it owns a lot of property, owns lots of assets, and I think that vision of where I want to be, and you know, I really want to create something called IPO within sort of ten years and be a really cool business for me and my family and um, the employees that we have, and obviously shareholders as well. Um, so I think that vision and knowing that I've got to get to that size. Um, you know, you have to get to a certain size before you can do that sort of stuff, and um, you know, I want to be. That and I think that sheer drive, and also the fact that I really, really just love business. I love how business works and how money works and how um, people work. So I think that just made it click, and I just, just, there's just honestly every single day if I can just progress a small amount, I'm happy. So um, I don't put too much pressure on myself either. Of course, it, it, obviously. I mean, I could, I mean, I could talk to you. I mean, I could talk to you forever, but um, and this obviously probably rolls a little bit into that. But kind of, you know, it, there's lots of people out there who are kind of really keen to get into property, but don't know how to get into property. You know, what advice would you give to somebody who's just starting out, or perhaps somebody who's sat on the fence and isn't quite sure whether they should or shouldn't? You know, what 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 would you say to them? Sure, I think that if you're if you're first starting out in property and you really want to start out in property, you probably 
don't realize how much there is to learn about property and how many different sort of strategies are available and how many different avenues you can go down to get started. I think that that for me was the key. I had I thought buying property was you go to an estate agent, you pick out a property, you go to the mortgage lender, you get a buy to let, that's it. I would advise to just throw yourself into networking, throw yourself into books, throw yourself into learning, throw yourself into YouTube and just start learning because you're going to blow your mind um, of what's available and there is honestly opportunity for anyone at any level with any amount of money to start in property at the moment, um, be it sourcing, be it, you know, um, you know, even helping out with networking events, I've done that, you know, being a, um, it, it, once you start to figure out um, some of this stuff and start to throw yourself in you'll sort of wangle your way in situations that you would have absolutely not thought you could have done um, I mean for example I at the very start of my investing career I just went to property I'd literally I was on a self-development craze I was reading ridiculous my books going to all the courses um, and I wanted to go to these courses but I couldn't afford all of them obviously um, you know when I can't really spend two three thousand pounds on a weekend when I'm in my first year of university so um, I managed to wangle my way onto the crew for Robert Kiyosaki and Kim Kiyosaki's weekend seminar. And for some, you know, great reason above maybe, um, I, I managed to get myself to stage manager and actually ended up having some time one-on-one -on -one with Robert and Kim, which I would never have dreamed of happening. Um, so you can, you know, just throw yourself into learning, throw yourself into books, throw yourself into situations you would have find uncomfortable and you'll soon start to figure out which aspect of property is for you. Um, and honestly, it's you can you can do it. It's it's a it's a great thing to I mean. Everyone here is so supportive, and um, the networking groups, people, the the trainers, the the authors, everything are great. So just throw yourself into it. Fab. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I think you're right. I think it's you know it's it's such an incredible industry that everybody just wants to kind of help each other and support each other. So uh, yeah, it's such a vast industry as well. How many industries yeah. you have? Honestly, millions of properties, millions of them. Of course. Um, for people to have, there's no, there's no, market saturation. People often talk about HMO saturation and uh, market saturation with with buy to lets and all this stuff. But I think that you know, whereas we're a very small, the investors, the investor circle, in my opinion, is quite small <laughs> compared to what is out there. You've got a lot of institutions that own a lot more property than probably all the property investors combined in the UK. Yeah. Um, the single guys um, and girls, obviously. Um, <laughs> so I think that we, uh, yeah, I think that there's a lot of market out there for everyone and. Yeah. We can all we can all have a piece of the pie. Agree, agree. Thank you, Josh. I really, really appreciate you taking the time to talk to me. I know you're incredibly busy, so uh, thank you. That's absolutely fine. Thank you very much. It's always an absolute pleasure to chat to Josh, and we wish him all the luck in the world on his property journey. Okay, for anyone listening who would like to connect with Josh, he is on all the social media platforms. Facebook and LinkedIn are Josh Bardsley, that's B-A-R-D-S-L-E-Y, or you can join in with his comments around business and investing on Twitter at Josh underscore Bardsley, all lowercase, or of course you can email him at josh at grovesbardsley.com. Thank you so much for listening today, and I hope you will join me again next week as I am joined by another inspirational and knowledgeable guest as we discuss all things property to give you the knowledge that will help you achieve your property dreams. Until next week. Thank you for listening today. Head over to yourpropertynetwork.co.uk or find us on Facebook for more information and how you can sign up to the UK's leading magazine for active property investors. You can grab your first copy completely free at www.yourpropertynetwork.co.uk forward slash sign up 
and you will also receive our full digital edition collection and audio library, packed full of recent case studies and example deals, plus a copy of Simon Zucci's bestseller, Property Magic, that retails at £12.99, absolutely free. And if you enjoyed the show, don't forget to rate us on iTunes and never miss an episode by subscribing to our weekly podcast. Until next week.